The Parting Shot. Hello and welcome to The Parting Shot, your dose of everything pop culture. I'm H. Allen Scott. Finding that next great character after a blockbuster series like This Is Us isn't easy. But Justin Hartley figured it out with his new CBS drama, Tracker, premiering February 11th, right after the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, if you like action and suspense, this show is definitely for you. In fact, it's it kind of ticks every single box. Like, there's action, sure, but it's also funny sometimes. And, well, Justin is kind of hot. So everybody has a reason to watch. And yes, as you'll hear in our chat today... I basically spent 30 minutes flustered in the presence of someone as attractive as Justin Hartley. I even mentioned a mutual friend we have, Elliot, during the chat as sort of a shameless effort to get him to like me more. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I can share these things with you, like how cringe I am because we're friends now, right? Oh, God. In Tracker, Justin plays Coulter Shaw, a survivalist who travels the country in his airstream looking to help people who have posted rewards. The series is adapted from the Jeffrey Deavers novel, The Never Game. What makes the character of Coulter so interesting is that he grew up as a survivalist. His parents were sort of detached from society, so he didn't grow up in the normal world that we did, which makes some of his encounters as an adult sometimes, like, awkward and actually really funny. Honestly, CBS is doing some great things these days. Between Tracker and Survivor and so many other new shows, there's just so much to watch. And Tracker is right up there with some of my favorite new shows. And if you were a fan of Justin on This Is Us, this gives you a chance to see Justin in a new light. It's really, honestly, it is definitely worth checking out. Watch it after the Super Bowl. So let's get to it. Go on and grab a snack because I'll be right back with Justin Hartley. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I have to say Tracker is one of those shows that like I could easily become addicted to um and and I I only watched the first so I don't you know I don't know the whole thing but like I could find myself becoming addicted to it how did it come about Came about first of all great I'm glad to hear that yeah. we love people that are addicted to our shows um how it came about so my friend Ken Olin who was di- directing producer on um on this is us for the entire run and I kind of we're talking about doing something together after this is us. This is before this is us had st- uh, started their final season. And so we're kind of, you know, looking at different things. And, um, we, we read this book or he gave the book to me. Actually, he read the book. He goes, you gotta read this book. It's incredible. He gave me the book. I read it, fell in love with the character. 
And we kind of looked at each other and we were like, this is the thing. This is what we have. We have to do this. We have to figure out a way to get this on TV or at least get, or at least get someone to buy it, you know, something. And so we did all of that. Now we still had, mind you, a whole entire season of This Is Us to shoot. So there's really nothing we could do now at that time, um, except look for a writer and all this kind of stuff and kind of get, get ready, get geared up for when we went out and pitched it. And we ended up, um, we ended up at a great place in CBS uh, or at CBS. Um, and, and we're able to shoot the pilot. And then the pilot came back in what I thought was really good shape. I thought it looked, I was intrigued and, um, it's a sh- kind of show I would watch. And then they ended up, um, CBS ended up loving it so much. They gave us a Super Bowl spot. So yeah. that's sort of how that happened, which is nice because we earned that spot based on the performance that we, or based on the show that we had, not based on the promise of a show. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a good feeling. How one of the things because I was trying to describe it to friends and just in general to friends, but like it's not the type of show that I would normally sort of go and like tell friends about because I don't know how to I was trying to be like, you know, it's a dude and he's out there and he's trying to get money. But at the same time, he's also kind of fighting crimes. And there's like there's like elements of things in it. So how would you describe the show? The elevator pitch? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You have this character who grew up with very, very smart, sophisticated parents. They were professors at Berkeley. Um, very strong people. His father got ill, became increasingly um, um, paranoid, conspiracy theory. People are trying to kill me. It's a government. People are after me. We have to get the hell out of here. Off the grid. We're going to become survivalists. This is the only way we can survive. So Coulter, as a kid, my character Coulter, learns all these survival skills. He learns how to hunt, how to rock climb, how to shoot, how to track, how to do all that, everything. Yeah. Cut to however many years you want to say later. And uh, he's using all of those skills to go around the country and help people who are in need. People who are have posted rewards for missing people, missing objects even. Could be art, could be anything. Mostly people. Um, he lives in his airstream, so he's mobile. He can just go wherever he wants. He just has to drive to the, to the place. And then all of these, um, um, you know, these rewards that he, uh, that he chooses to take, a lot of them sort of harken back to things that he went through in his childhood. He had a rough childhood. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of touches his heart. And so he, he maybe go, he goes the extra mile and, and guy's got a lot of heart. Yeah. So that's kind of how that's, that, that was a, I think we live on the hundredth floor. That was a long elevator, but well, yeah, I gave it. Yeah. No, but it's perfect, though, because, I mean, you described it, obviously, if anyone can describe it perfectly, it really should be you. But you described it perfectly in that what I love about it, and what I thought was so compelling is that you're right. He does live in this Airstream, so he can. Yeah. It's like every episode can kind of just be a completely different show with this one mm-hmm. anchor dude who is going to be. And the it guy. is. Yeah. And it is. We, yeah, we, we, we every episode we're in a different place. Um, wherever he may be going. And then of course, along the way, uh, we, we give, we pepper the backstory in throughout the, the series. Mm-hmm. So you get that as well. It's not just a, you know, procedural case of the week thing. Yeah. You learn more about him as you go. And some episodes are really heavy in that regard and some are lighter, mm-hmm. but of course, as he dives into whatever he may be doing, trying to find, um, like in, in our pilot, trying to find this, this, this young kid, 
he encounters other things, other twists and turns that make it a little more difficult than it could have been. Yeah. Like, it's not something I hate the outdoors, so I don't know if I would be the best survivalist in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, I prefer like like what we were talking about earlier, my friend Elliot. Elliot and I prefer AC. We're indoor people. Right. You know? AC, couch, yes, I get it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It. But is that sort of world in which, you know, that sort of survivalist sort of like outdoor, does that appeal to you? Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think I would want that permanently. I also enjoy AC and I also enjoy putting my feet on, up on a couch and stuff like that. But yeah. our show, the landscape becomes sort of a character in the mm-hmm. show. And this guy, the places that he's going, I, I was talking to a friend of mine when we were on set together and I, we were in the middle of a forest in the middle of the night and they had it all lit up and it looked like, it looked like like a haunted house slash postcards. It looked, it looked unre- unreal. I, yeah. I was just like, can you believe we're doing this? this? Is Look at our life. We get to be out here. And it's a very controlled environment, of course, right? So I don't know. I mean, if I was out there in real life and there were bears and stuff, I don't know if I would really be into that. But but we're, we're more of in a, in a controlled environment. We're actors, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like we have, we have it easy. I would like to see a video. There's a video of Helen Mirren scaring off a bear off of her porch and i feel like i would also like a justin hartley video of a bear like what you because you have to look ridiculous to scare off a bear and i don't think anyone has necessarily seen that from you so that could be a good well listen i tell you what my neighbors this is so interesting that you just brought this up because this happened to me last night oh really and so i'm me and my, my wife and i are we listen to records we love vinyl records and so we're in they're listening to records and i heard something weird i was like that sounds weird. like maybe there's something wrong with the record it's warped or something so i kind of went in to either change the record or see if there's something wrong with it and i took the needle off and i just heard yelping whooping coyotes and it, it, you know i'm like this isn't good someone's they've got someone's dog yeah that's what i thought and so i ran out in the backyard i don't know what i was thinking i ran out in the backyard and I, I found the, the area, like the direction that I was, I couldn't figure out where they were. They were over the fence mm-hmm. and I couldn't really see where they, where they were, but they were whooping. And I yelled out. I mean, I, I was like, like this guttural, <laughs> like, and my neighbors, I don't know if they must be like, oh, this Justin guy's going nuts or something, but they stopped immediately. Yeah. It was si- dead silent. I so mean. either I saved the dog's life or it was too late, but either way, I like to think I saved the dog's life. I just, I, I, don't look I'll into it more. It. Just keep it. I won't look into it, it. Yeah. more. You ha- but, I mean, I, but I can't get that way. Yeah, I, I, um, I've seen people scaring off bears. You have to just be big and loud and, yeah. and hope for the best, I guess, at that point, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's not necessarily the most attractive thing to do. So, like, you know, that would be funny. Um, one of the things that I do like about the show is, and CBS in general, is that CBS is sort of upping the game for that epic dramatic series sort of high production value i mean i'm thinking tracker i'm thinking equalizer i'm thinking there's shows on cbs now that are like they're almost like movies i mean the production value is massive and i'm assuming tracker i mean it looks that way so i'm assuming it's it's that way as well how how is it to be a part of a production that is like and also to be i mean producing it too to be that i'm sure this is us wasn't as big as tracker in terms of how you shoot it you know what i mean uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think they both have their challenges. Um, you know, with This Is Us, if you look at it and it's this beautifully written, gorgeous piece of art you're holding in your hands. And most of it, though, is people in a kitchen talking or in a living room talking, right? So you got to figure out a way to make that visually as interesting as it is when you read it, when you just fall in love with it on the page and you're like, okay, now I guess the, the job is to make sure that that is as interesting on camera when we don't have, you know, 
stunts. Yeah. You know, well, we had that one fire. Yeah. But we don't have, um, that was a pretty big deal, but we, we don't have stunts. But in our show, that, that's one of the, um, sort of the challenges is, okay, how do we, how do we shoot this? This is awesome. What they've written, it's, it's so cool. It's, this is great. The scope is so big. Like, how do, okay, how do we do this? This is massive helicopters. And I mean, you saw it. it yeah. It's incredible. But, uh, but we've been able to pull it off so far. Yeah. So. yeah, it's working out for you. There's also the physicality of the show, which, I mean, you seem like a physically fit person, but I feel like if I was on a show like Tracker, that would just be my gym membership because, like, it just, <laughs> I don't think you need much more after that. I don't want to do much no, you more definitely, after that. You definitely get your steps in. And I, I've, <laughs> um, I have realized that when, if something's scripted and it's like, you know, Coulter, uh, you know, Coulter arrives at the so-and-so house and knocks on the front door and now here we go into the scene something's going to happen where he's going to have to be running or something to get to that door. Something's going to happen. Yeah. So a lot of stretching and it's cold where we shoot, you know, you're outside, it's cold. So you're like a lot of stretching, a lot of limbering up. That's mm-hmm. the main thing. Make sure you can run without pulling something. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a very active show. Is that something that excites you? I mean, did you, was that something no, that appealed I, to you? It's so funny. I, I guess you go in cycles, right? When I was on Smallville, we did, I did a lot of that, a mm-hmm. lot of that. And, um, I loved being on that show, but I was also uh, very happy to take a break from it. Yeah. And then immediately after that, like I think a couple, like maybe a year after that, I started to miss it. Yeah. And, I, and so I'm, I love it. I'm thrilled every time I see a stunt or something. I would, I love doing that stuff. Yeah, definitely. The other thing about the character that I think is so, and one of the things that I, I find about you as an actor is that there is sort of, you know, you do have like you have the movie star looks and the physicality and you can be an action star. But also because this character is so off the grid, there are elements of comedy in his approach to things that like yeah. I don't think a normal movie star, good looks, action star would be able to pull off the comedic angle of sort of yeah. being. Well, he doesn't get it. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. get it. And like, the, pop culture is not a, you know, it's it's uh, it's foreign to him. Why would he get it? Yeah. Yeah. And did you, did you notice that as an opportunity for like shaping the character in a different way and using comedy in that way? Huge. Yeah. 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 And I think it's, uh, it's, it's, I think it's very cool to see this guy who's obviously an adult learning those things at an age when normally would you'd be like 15, 16, 17, 18, when you, when you start learning that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Oh, maybe I can use that then get what i want oh wait okay well maybe that'll work i don't really get it but maybe yeah i think it's i think it's funny yeah definitely has there been a moment in the show that like you know as you because i mean you're obviously you come off this is us and that was such a big thing and then this is obviously also such a big thing how do you find sort of because the, the the character on this is us you really you really found the humanity in the character and sort of like yeah. you, 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 we saw it there but with this character i could see it being a process to sort of find out who he is and how he approaches the world. Was it a process for you or how did you find him? You know, I have a, a thing that I do that I probably will never tell anyone about because for fear that if I mention it, then it's like sort of therapizing and it won't work. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's just a process that I, that I do. And I to try to find, figure out the little nuances of these different guys. It might be, and it could be a physical thing, like the way he walks and why does he walk that way? Well, maybe he was injured and he's always had that problem. And now he's got a bulky knee. So he, in order to keep his back, there's just a certain way that he walks. It's a little bit different, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You might not even notice it. I do. 
Yeah. And that's, I think that's all that matters, right? That helps you get into the character, much like a wardrobe. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, you know, he's got a really interesting childhood and a, and a story that is, I think, hard for anyone to believe and kind of heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It, it is heartbreaking. And, um, but yet here's this guy who, instead of woe is me, he uses all that stuff to go help other people. There's something really noble about that. And, and, um, unfortunately, uncommon about that yeah and it makes him for me it makes him a very interesting character it's also uh, timely too i think you know there's like there's a especially for what this character does going out helping people finding but of course he's doing it for reward so there's a selfish angle to it as well but like he's he's also helping people and now in this world where i mean kind of quote unquote post-covid i mean pardon my french but it does feel kind of fucked up you can't watch the news and not be like what the hell's going on and yet Mm -hmm. You want to see stories of people kind of taking matters in their life into their own hands and going out there and sort of doing it. And I that's mm-hmm. the that's sort of the vibe I got from watching it was sort of like this dude is like, you know, fuck everything else. No one else is going to do it for me. I got to do this. And he just gets yeah. out and does it. Ken has a thing that he, he always says to me. It gets us into that mode, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a really quick thing. He goes, um, Coulter's environment doesn't really happen to him he happens to his environment. Mm. And that, that's the difference. That's the main difference. Like one of the main differences, I think, between the character I'm playing now and and, and uh, Kevin Pearson is, is just, he really is, I mean, he's a very strong, um, willed, confident, sometimes probably too confident, but um, he doesn't really second guess. And uh, it's, it's a completely, that's also something, talk, speaking of being selfish, as an actor to get to play someone so different yeah. right after right after playing someone I thought was so special and like the time of my life is, is an, is an absolute treat. I mean, I, I feel like I could wake up every day and pinch myself, but just, this is a dream come true for me. Definitely. Well, the other thing with this show is that you were with it really from development until shooting until mm-hmm. it's coming out. I mean, you're, you're a part of the production as much as not just the acting d- d- part of it. What, I mean, do you, and you've been doing that with other things over the years, producing stuff, you've directing like other little things. Do you have, what kind of projects are you even just outside of tracker, are you looking to do to sort of expand yourself in a post this is us world for you? Yeah. I, you know what? I, I don't really have a lot of genre specific answers for you. Uh, I just want to do stuff. That's great when I read it and I think it's great and the character is great. And there's an, and I have the opportunity to, to participate, uh, in, in something like that. I, I will do it. I, I just love what I do. Mm-hmm. I love producing. I love directing. I love acting love actors. Um, I love movies, TV, any stage. It doesn't matter if it moves me. If I, if I'm, you know, feel compelled to do it, then I, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, it would be cool to do and fun to do. You know, I have fun, I have fun doing uh, bad moms, Chris. I have fun doing yeah. comedies. That's what I was going to say. Like, I was going to say, I have a suggestion for you. I loved you yeah. in little. I thought you were great in little senior year, bad mom. Thanks. I mean, there are elements I, and it's surprising that you are actually good in comedies. No offense, but like it is sometimes as as someone who has a background working in stand up comedy and comedy, we get really pissed when attractive people are good at comedy. And like you do it really well. You do it really well, which I, it good for you. But I think you should be doing more of that. I think that, I do. I think I should be. doing. I just enjoy it. I love it so much. I, I think um, like an action comedy would be a blast. Yeah. I, I mean, I can watch those. Um, was it the other guys? Yes. Yeah. Heard one with the Rock. Oh uh-huh. my God. Yeah. That's 
and it was Farrell and The mm-hmm. Rock, and it was just such a good, such a great movie from from you know beginning to end. Yeah, I watched just the other day. Um, talk about a king of comedy, which and I, you probably don't assume that this guy's a king of comedy until you think about Moonlighting, but Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Talk yeah. about a comedic genius. That dude. I mean, and he's like, he's not telling jokes. Yeah. He's just, he could, that guy could purse his lips at a certain time and like do some of his eyebrows and, and crack you up. Yeah. But then also kick your ass. Yeah. You know? I mean, Die I Hard was kind ass. of a comedy in a way too. I mean, yeah. 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 There's, there's a element. Like, you know, it was, and then, um, of course, Moonlighting and all that. Yeah. But I, I love, I would love an action comedy, just straight up rom com. I think those are fun. There's always yeah. a place for those. Definitely. And then, um, you know, I mean, I look thrillers. Every, I like everything. Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess, Tracker has a little bit of thriller element. Oh, there's definitely those. a thriller element sure, to yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. getting you're getting lots of genres in Tracker for sure. You're definitely checking off a lot of the the boxes. Well, the other thing that. You know, like I said, this is your sort of first really big project after This Is Us. And a lot of people, a lot of This Is Us fans are going to be coming to Tracker to see what you're doing. And I'm sure. I mean, and how different has sort of things been since This Is Us ended for you? And do you I mean, one of the things a friend of mine um, told me I had to ask this. Would you ever be open to sort of like a movie of this is us or something. Cause they, everyone's revisiting everything now. And even though it's only been a few years still like it, it people want it. So like, would you be open to that? Sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, uh, it's Dan Fogelman. You've, you've, you've read his, you've seen his stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's uh it's Dan Fogelman. Yeah, sure. And, and a chance to get to work with those brilliant actors again, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, after this is us, that that experience was so great for me, and I think for everyone. Really, the only thing that matters is is um, like I said, that the thing is great, the project, the, the the script is great, and the character development is great, and all that stuff, wonderful. But one thing it really does have to have is the people. You, I, I, I just will only work with great people. I mean, I, the the people on on our show on Tracker are so dedicated mm-hmm. and so good at what they do, but also kind and aware of other people around them the environment is the culture that we had on this is us that wonderful warm environment is the same thing that ken and i brought over and we have on tracker right now and, I, and we're doing a, a bang bang shoot em up show where there's action and people are getting their ass kicked and there's guns and there's fighting and there's you know a lot of stuff like that outdoors and mm-hmm. um but it's not that's not the environment that we have when we're not shooting. There's no drama, in other yeah. words. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. a bunch of really great people doing art. It's it's fantastic. That's awesome. Well, my last question for you, and it is also sort of tracker this is us related, because this is us was such a juggernaut of a experience and it blew up and became a part of the cultural zeitgeist in a way. Do you ever yeah. worry about, you know, being sort of not typecast, but that not being able to move on from that role that people love you in so much from that one show, you know what I mean? And it sort of impacting future things that you do. Is that ever in your mind? Not until right now. Sorry. (laughs) It's part uh, of my job, Justin. Yeah. yeah, No, no, Um, man, you know, it's given me so many opportunities. Like I'm, I'm executive producing and starring in a show on CBS that airs right after the Super Bowl because of the opportunities that this is us afforded me. Yeah. Um, and I owe, I owe so much to that show. I, I've, I don't really look at it that way. I, I mean, what a blessing to be on, on a show like that. What, what a, a blessing. And then they, they just keep on coming. It's like, mm-hmm. now I have this opportunity and Ken and I are making a really, really, really great show. Mm. We're very, very proud of it. And, uh, and still to this day, man, I gotta be honest with you. People, 
still will come up and share stories, personal stories, intimate details of their life, you know, lost ones, mm. sometimes very sad stories, sometimes very uplifting stories because they recognize me from, from this is us. And they want to share those, those stories with me. So it's, it's sort of everlasting. It's been, it's been amazing. That's really wonderful. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, Justin, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate you. Let me know what you thought of today's episode. I'm H. Allen Scott on everything and leave a little rating and review if you can. It really does help me out. And for the latest news and podcasts, head to Newsweek.com and follow Newsweek on all the socials. And while you're at Newsweek, be sure to subscribe to the For the Culture newsletter. I'm breaking down the award season like you'll never get anywhere else. And it's just there's so many fun things going on in For the Culture. So definitely subscribe to that. Until then, watch something fun and have a great day.